Welcome to Align the Stars, a limited edition podcast. This is Align the Stars, a limited edition podcast on the Paul Zotter release, Songs Without a Chorus. Welcome to Align the Stars, a limited edition podcast. This is episode number four, The Images. So here we are on uh, episode four of Align the Stars, joined once again, as always, with uh, with Paul Zotter, and, and very happy to bring along Kim Baldwin, the the artist behind the striking images of this release. Kim, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So this is this is great. I'll I'll, I'll give my little background spiel here. So you know, Paul, when when you had had expressed um, the desire for this EP. If very early on, you had you had also included the fact that you and Kim had sort of been collaborating, and and she had been commissioned, if you were, on some images, um, specific images for each song. So, so in in this particular case, I think the artwork, uh, you know, much like we've been talking about on on the Palaver, the artwork was sort of integrated um, very early on, relatively early on in the process. So, I, I think this is this is really cool. You want to talk a little bit about you know how that idea came about, either one of you, as as uh, as we've mentioned before. Uh, I've spent a lot of time over the last couple of years listening to a lot of progressive rock, doing a lot of deep listening, Joe, as we've done progressive flavor. And part of that has been the rediscovery of the joy of listening to something while flipping through liner notes, looking at, you know, ordering a, an LP and opening up the gatefold and looking at all of, of the, of the things. And, and that's such a wonderful part of the music experience and particularly when in considering that we were you know spending a lot of time this year listening to pink floyd um that was very present in my mind so so while i i think i'd stop short of saying that any that we're, you know this is progressive i really wanted to sort of capture that experience for any of those who listened i wanted i wanted there to be some imagery and I wanted to give them something to look at and and you know sort of touch and feel as they went through the the listening process. And you know, Kim and I have been you know working together for several years. I mean, like decades, really. If you go all the way back to high school, when Kim was making me um, concert T-shirt. T-shirts to wear at performances, um, you know. But we we've been doing a lot of work, and she's been gracious enough to come out to gigs and 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 photo me and do some other things and it just seemed very appropriate to to be like hey let's do this together so and you know and you know we talked a, a little bit about second chances having a lot to do about daring greatly and and that yeah. whole concept and, and Kim and I have spent uh, some time talking about that and yeah and sharing our own personal stories of how that's impacted our lives so it just seemed perfect to uh to get her involved. 
Kim, how did how did that conversation occur then? Did did Paul say I've got four songs and need four images, or you know, did he was it open ended and it sort of developed over time? So yeah, basically he you know he reached out and said, hey, you know, I'm working on this EP and I've got four songs and would you like to collaborate and do some work for it? And I was like, no, <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> um, you know, and and so we. We had um, texted back and forth a little bit, and then we did what we normally do, and we had a, a phone call about it. And um, actually, what he did first was he sent me the music, and I, I love all of Paul's music, but this one just rang so, I, I mean, dare I say personal, like it just, the whole thing did. It was a connected with second chances immediately like that one, I probably listened to three times before I even said, Hey, you know, let's talk about this. I, you know, the, the music just really spoke to me and it, it just seems to hit, I think where a lot of us are. I think most of us, especially when you get to this point in your lives where it, the whole thing just rang true. Um, so, you know, when we, when we had our initial phone call about it, it was, it was really interesting and he had actually which he he does anyway <laughs> he occasionally stalks either my instagram or my facebook you know kim baldwin photography page um and he had actually found for the second chances he had actually found the the image first and had asked for permission to use that um so and then and then we you know in the process of talking about it he um, I came up with a photo shoot idea for Down for Love. So, um, so wait, so Kim, I want I, I I want us to talk a little bit about Second Chances because I because that's exactly what I do. I I basically open up Kim's uh, Facebook page or Instagram page and just basically troll for images. Right. And and, and apparently he did this for years without my knowledge. Well, I would so. I would on previous projects I would you know. Kim would ask me, well, what are you thinking of? And I would send her, you know, I'm thinking about this. And she was like, right. what are you doing? Are you trolling my Instagram? <laughs> As a matter and, of fact, yes. Which, hey, listen, I put it all out there so people there will it is. troll it. That's what happens. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but, you know, I was a little, you know, when I saw, when I was going through and I saw the image of the the person on the beach with the, the Milky Way or the, you know, the, the, the universe above yeah. and the flashlight to me, it just floored me as this is, is the perfect image. And, you know, I feel like when I shared that with Kim, she, there was, there was an interesting story behind that image that, that actually really made a lot of sense with, with the song as well. really did it was it was very personal um i'm, I'm not going to get into it because it was a very personal story yeah. that doesn't really belong to me it just was a girlfriend of mine and what sh she was dealing with literally at the time that that image was taken 
So um, the connection there was just crazy. It, it was just amazing, actually. So it, it just, it was really perfect. And then, so basically what I did was once he had pretty much landed on that image, I just re, I reprocessed it so that it would be um, better for, for online yeah. and for what his, for his purposes. So. Be- better than a screenshot off of my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, 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 you know, I can even step in and add to this story because Paul, when you first floated the idea of, of this limited edition podcast and you sent me the Dropbox links, Dropbox link, and you sent me this image, this was the only one you had had at the time. Yeah. And Kim, much like you, my experience was exactly the same. Second chances just grabbed me and this picture grabbed me and and you're right the the two of them go together and it is no accident you know among other uh options that we had considered that this particular podcast is called align the stars because Mm -hmm. it was this song and this image that i just i felt really was the center of it um I, i had actually floated something um based on autumn song because i've loved autumn song for so many years Right. But this seemed more appropriate to me. So, yeah, there, there's something about the resonance with with that song and this image that just works spectacularly. Right. Well, and as Paul knows, like I have found such solace in capturing the stars and that kind of flyaway feeling that you get from watching them at night just, you know, across the horizon and. So the fact that he wanted to use one of my Milky Way images just just made me really happy because that is probably, besides you know what I do for work, that is probably one of my most favorite things to do besides maybe the moon. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to get into the story behind the Down for Love image. That was funny because we had we had I had one plan and I kind of had sold Paul on a whole idea. And then ended up going in a completely different direction based on the fact that the original model that I wanted to use flaked on me completely. Um, and then a girlfriend of mine who was also into doing um, a band, a band, like urbexing, which I is something I do occasionally, had sent me these images. And I was like, I... I immediately did an about face came up with another idea sold it to paul and he he went for it and loved it um so that was really cool because we just had this incredible abandoned building that we crawled into well actually we walked into it um that literally had everything there and all i had to do was kind of rearrange a couple of things and set up lighting and shoot my shoot my model and it just Get out of town. You know, this was done in an abandoned building with stuff that was just there. Yeah. 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 Kim, you have to explain to Joe and the <laughs> listeners what urbexing is. So urbexing is it's a crazy hobby that some of us photographers have gotten into where we go into abandoned buildings to shoot all sorts of crazy images, you know, whether it's models or just the buildings themselves. And it's it it's you know, I'll admit it, it's illegal. Most I was going to say, are there legal implications? <laughs> Rebellion. We are definitely trespassing on some of these. Well, actually, all of them. But, you know, that's the trespassing signs in my mind are just a suggestion. 
So, but yeah, it was an abandoned, it was actually um, an abandoned convent. And that just happened to be a family room in the convent. And I was going to ask you about the staging of this, but now I'm more fascinated by just the whole, the whole concept itself. <laughs> well, this was actually one building. Now this is not common, but this was one building that actually had a lot of stuff still there. It was insane. The amount of furniture and photographs and that painting I actually pulled from another room to put above the, the fireplace and stuff. And um, but that that sofa with the two end tables and the coffee table, that was all that was all set up like that. Now, whether or not someone else had gone in there and done it, um, this one was more the one of the more pristine ones. Um, it didn't have a ton of graffiti in it. There was maybe just a little upstairs. Um, but this place was this place was a time capsule. It was amazing. It had that. Remember those shag rugs from like the seventies mm -hmm. and where it had the carving, like the rug was that, and it was kind of like an eggplant color. And so I had sent like one image to, to Paul and he, he actually asked me to desaturate it a little bit so that it wasn't so in your face color, but it was really, it was that, that was kind of amazing. And, and my, that model was, she's a girlfriend of mine. She was just phenomenal. She, I, all I had to, do is they sit here, do this, do, and she just hit it. So it was really good. Is there a series of these then? And and did did you guys have to decide which one, or was this it? Yeah, I sent him a couple of different options, and actually, at one point, the picture that he landed on was one I I sent him a couple of different cell phone shots of what I was doing, and he's like, "Well, remember when you first sold me with the original guy? The way the one, the way he was going to be." position and all that could you get a shot of that so he had a lot more to uh yeah, i was i was sort of playing director from afar yeah and, and it was funny because i i was at first i was kind of like what is he doing he usually doesn't do this i don't like it and then i was like wait a minute this is his baby i'm just i'm just you know and then i i was i was fine with it but at first i was like what i'm not used to this it was it was pretty funny because like kim had sold me you know, I, on this yeah. idea before. So, so strangely, I had, I had a picture in my mind of yeah. what, what it was going to be. And so when, yeah. when she, when she started sending me some of the, the, the photos, I was kind of like, Hey, what about, what about this? Yeah. She was like, ladies don't really sit like that. And I right. said, I know and they, they don't. And it was so funny because <laughs> my girlfriend who modeled for me, <laughs> even her daughter was like, that's, I, what is she was like that's man spread <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is but i sold him on an original picture and that's what he kind of was thinking of and that's what he's going to get so <laughs> but it's it's fine because i'm using the other images for other things so it's fine but it was just it was funny because i was like yeah but i don't know that girls sit like that <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but really then when you think about what the song is about and it's about that kind of that kind of desperate feeling of of trying to find love and and feeling like you're missing out on something um i do feel like we capture that feeling of you know that just that angst that you that you feel There's, 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 
I mean, I definitely agree 100%. There's, there's just something about everything about that room, you know, the, the way that she's sort of like isolated on the couch and yeah. relatively small with respect to the whole shot. Um, right. You know, it just, yeah. I don't know. I, I extraordinarily well done. It, you know, it, again, it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, oh, well, yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And I think right. much like the second chances, you know, and Paul, I think this goes back to your point. As you're sitting there listening to to the song, this gives you some things to to cogitate on it and contemplate, yeah. which actually seems to be sort of the theme throughout all of this. These right. th there are there are different layers, different elements in each one of these these photos that allow you to sort of let your mind explore the box a little bit that, that, right. you know, Paul's music is putting you in. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, Joe, if you want to see more of those, definitely follow uh, Kim Baldwin photography on Facebook and, and uh, is that what Instagram is too, Kim, or is it just, yeah, Kim it is. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. switched it. Instagram, I can do. You know, I only go on Facebook twice a I, year, so it's true. But there's, there's, um, yeah, there's always, there's always a bunch of uh, interesting and provocative images that that Kim is putting up from her urbexing. Thanks for the plug, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let's talk about a song without a chorus because yeah, that one was that one drove me nuts because that that was sort of we had a few ideas that just kind of went yeah. by the wayside. You know, I was looking at Kim's page and I just sent her, I, I was like, these ones are pretty fucking cool. Like, couldn't we do something with this? And yeah, except you thought they were sparklers. I thought, I thought she, I thought they were pictures of her, of her kid with sparklers. And it turns out it's not that at all. So what is it? So it's something called steel wool sp spinning. And basically mm. what I do is I stuff um, steel wool into a whisk and then I I um, tie a cord on it, set it on fire, and um, have not? somebody spin it. So it's uh, it's dangerous and it's really freaking awesome. Help me out here. I'm I'm just a simple chemist. Yeah. Okay. And, and so, from a chemist's point of view, I'm I'm big into the burning steel wool. I think this is cool. Right. On board with that. So someone is standing there. And, yes. And. and like, what am I exactly looking at? I get the the circle. It would be the the arc of the steel wool on the string, yes. and yes. all of the sparks coming off of that as it's consumed. Yeah. But yeah. what's what's in the foreground here? What what am I seeing? So that was another abandoned building that had, <laughs> which I uh, PSA don't ever do it. So. <laughs> That was an abandoned building that had a very, very wet floor and was actually leaking water from the ceiling. So, um, but in the background, if you kind of see the background, you can see there's some graffiti. Mm -hmm. And then the, so the foreground is literally the reflection of the light from the, um, the spinning of the, the steel wool. So, okay. and basically what that was, was my camera on a tripod, 15 second um long exposure so it's really it's really cool i've done it on a beach with the milky way in the background and on in a wet field i've done it in front of a reservoir it's 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 really cool 
The first time I did it, I actually set my jacket on fire, though, so it is dangerous. Yeah. I, I was going to say, someday there'll, there'll be a news story about, about an old abandoned uh, building burning down <laughs> no, I, and, I, I and, in Bucks County, and we'll, we'll be like, okay. <laughs> there Actually, there's news. There's You hear it all the time, which is really a shame because um, people actually do it intentionally. But I, I, I've only done it in two, and both of them had so much water that it the the sparks were literally hitting the ground and diffusing immediately. Yeah. So. Safety first. Having set a couple of fields on fire with rockets, I can speak to, uh, <laughs> to, to that. <laughs> well, it'd be very much the same thing, right? Well, so. exactly. Yeah, you don't yeah. want uh, you don't want that to happen. So, yeah. so Paul, was there anything specific about this type of imagery um, with the song, or you just thought it was a, a bitching image that you wanted to see? I, you know, it really is kind of more the latter on on this yeah. one, like because I, you know there is a lot of, of sort of deep deep stuff going on with the other three images and the the other three songs. And while and while uh, you know the song itself, song without a chorus, is not without its you know introspection. It's a little bit more of a, hey, let's just get on with it sort of, sort of idea. And, um, you know, like, let's not make things too complicated. Let's just live our lives. And, and so I, I just kind of felt like that picture, not knowing that it was, that it was steel wool, you know, you know, set on fire and, you know, threatening the lives of everyone involved. I, you know, it just seemed like a really, it, it just seemed like it fit really well with, with that sort of mentality. Well, and again, I, I think when you have the, just, if nothing else, the, 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 the color palette here and the contrast is so striking. Yeah. I mean, I, I mm -hmm. could probably just stare at this image for half an hour and, and just enjoy myself. Um, and that way, and then, like you said, I hadn't even picked up on you know the the graffitied wall in the background that you can kind of pick up. So again, there's 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 an right. awful lot here yeah. that is spectacular. And again, being a, a semi closet pyromaniac, I'm a big fan of anything on fire. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kim was was this was this image created for this project, or was it something that you had that was sort of repurposed? No, it was something that I had that was repurposed. It it was really funny because I, out of all of them, this was the song that I struggled the most with. Because I, and you can. Paul would probably agree with this. I kept taking it down a really dark path um, because I was hearing all the, I, I guess I wasn't really hearing the non-chorus part of the song. I was, there were certain phrases that really struck me and they were the ones that I was getting hung up on. So um, my, the, what I was coming up with was just, I think a lot darker and then it was just getting frustrating. And I think he just kind of went in and saved me and, and found this image so outstanding but it's a fun it's a really fun image so it's and i think i think it actually kind of works so. yeah i, I definitely Agreed. think it, it does um and, yeah. and and you know that's the that's the other thing about it each one of these images is is striking and different from each other it's not like you get lost in you know sort of the, the same thing over and over again right 
which but bring- I, the thing that I think is so striking is and is actually how well the whole thing just flows together. And I, I don't know what created that. Like it's, you know, I don't know if it's the color palette. I, it just, the whole thing just really works together. So that brings us to the, the image for autumn song. Now I, I mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, earlier on in the, in the episode here, how much I have always just adored this song and was thrilled to death that Paul dusted it off. So Am, am I right in understanding that this was not the easiest image to to put together for this package? Um, it was definitely, it was one of the more um, extensive images because it's several different layers. So um, it, over the last couple of, couple of years, I've gotten into um, an art firm called Intostic, in, sorry, Encaustic Photography and encaustic painting interestingly enough apparently paul really likes it <laughs> that i've been coming up with so he asked if i would do kind of like an encaustic piece for this album um and we settled on doing one for autumn song so it would just seem like the perfect image um to do that with so the, yeah. you know the perfect song to work on with that um In and, my in my scrolling through uh, Kim's Instagram, but prior to uh, to talking with her, there there was this this picture, and I, you know I wasn't exactly sure if it was you know if you know because anytime you know you're looking through you know photos that she's already done and there's like a there's like a model already in there, you know you, you're never sure if you know it's it's fair game. But what I really liked about the the picture was that there was sort of that gave us the opportunity to sort of work with the sort of the female um personification of autumn which is which is the way it is in the song and you know so i i you know i showed kim the picture that i was looking at and i said hey do you think you could do something encaustic with this and um and you know and then and then she was like yes and then she made me you know send her you know handwritten lyrics and a whole bunch of other stuff yeah to try to uh to in and, and i i would i would agree it was probably the most involved mm-hmm. piece but um you know I, you kim you banged it out in like a day didn't you like you were like yeah oh yeah it's gonna be really hard and then like two days later you're like okay it's done <laughs> yeah it's that's true so it was really interesting because once I got all of the components of it together, um, it just real like it. I actually spent more time collecting what I needed for it than I did, and I hate saying this, um, than actually working on the image because once everything came together, it just the flow of it was just perfect, and just the way it all came together, it and it. What happens is a lot of times when I'm working on a caustic or any other type of art, I have to walk away for a little while. I could not leave this image because I had the lyrics right there. I was playing the music as I was working on it. And it just, 
it just erupted and it just kept going. And yeah, I mean, it, it took me probably eight hours to do it the first day. And then I think I had like another hour or two into it the following day. And, and then it was done and he loved the image and approved it. And I didn't have to do any more work, but it was that, that one was definitely a labor of love. I, that one, it, cause it incorporates, you know, two things that I love painting and photography and to be able to do both of them for one of these images images for him was really, it meant a lot to me to be able to do that because I just, I love that type. I love this work that I've been doing. So, you know, it, it's exceptional the way this has all come together. And, and as I sit here and look at, at Paul's face, obviously he feels very pleased with the outcome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For I think sure. that, yeah. I, the funny part about Autumn Song is that it was done so quickly. I was, I, my initial reaction was almost like, wait, it's done already? Like, yeah. there has to be more. Like, it, it can't take this fast. Yeah. And, you know, it was, it was just so right on the money, you know, and I, I you know, I, I mean, it was like immediate, like Kim was like, is this good? I'm like, yes, that's it. This is perfect. And as, and, as I did, and when I said it to him, I qualified, I'm like, if this isn't right, let me know. And I'll, I'll go back in and, and work on it. And he, he, he yeah. loved it immediately. So. And, and yeah. I found that, you know, since then that I, I, I keep, you know, coming back to it over and over and just loving it more and more each time, each time I see it. So super. Happy. Well, one of these days I'll have to show the, the thing that's unfortunate is that you lose some of the detail um, work that's in there with the photograph. I mean, the image is perfect and it looks beautiful, but you really lose some of the detail. So one of these days I'll, I'll have to show it to you in person because it, the detail work in it is, I have to say it's I'm probably it's one of my pieces that I'm probably most proud of. So nice. Outstanding. So I guess, you know, from afar, both, you know, physically and metaphorically, my hat's off to both of you on this collaboration, because, you know, again, not that, um, you know, Paul, your your previous releases haven't, um, you know, been packaged well. But this is clearly, you know, uh, the next level type operation. And, and it's clear that that you and Kim have sort of, you know, dare I say, much in the way that, that Pink Floyd and Storm had this sort of simpatico thing going. Um, there seems to be something here as well. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Outstanding. So I think that's going to bring to a close um, Align the Stars. And certainly we encourage all of our listeners to you know, go out and and purchase and download that and enjoy not only the music but the the digital booklet or whatever they're calling that these days, um, and enjoy all these wonderful images and and you know contemplate you know the the greater meaning while they listen to the to the music. So, Paul and and Kim, I want to thank you both for for sitting in on this and and you know showing us a little bit of of how these fantastic images came together. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it.